So I'll just go ahead and start it off. So welcome, uh, Boss to Boss podcast. Uh, we have our guest, Marcus Norman of Norman Design Company. Uh, he's a uh, graphic designer and a brand identity expert. And uh, some of his past clients include Mercedes-Benz, Coors, McDonald's, Allstate, Motorola, and more. Uh, Marcus is the winner of the logo design contest that we had. Uh, as you can see on this video, you'll, you'll see that we have that, that new logo and we um, are so happy to have you, uh, you know, participate in the contest. So congratulations and thank you. Yeah, thanks so much. Um, I, by the way, the logo looks awesome in the list of podcasts that I, I listened to. So I'm really pleased with the way it turned out. I hope you guys have yeah. a reaction for you. So. Oh, we love it. We love it. And we're getting, we're getting great feedback. So, so, you know, we couldn't be happier uh, to have you on. Yeah. All right. Great. Absolutely. So, you know, um, you know, we'll just dive in. Uh, This is a different format. Uh, Like I said, we're going to talk a little bit more about branding and marketing. You know, when you start a business, when you're coming from, you know, the world of, um, you know, working for somebody else, you don't really consider all these different things that go into uh, actually starting the business. Maybe you have a skill, uh, that you're really, you know, really pumped to bring to the world, but how do you bring it to the world? What are the things that you have to do step-by-step step to make your dream become reality? Um, you know, so we have Marcus here, uh, just to give you a little bit of insight here, he uses a general th- uh, three-step approach uh, to kind of give you the results that you're looking for. So it's gather, simplify, and amplify. Um, can you elaborate a little bit about that process and what that really means? Yeah, it needs elaboration because it's, that's a a really great simplification of essentially what we're trying to do. Um, whenever I get involved in a project and building an image or a brand for whether it's a small company, larger company, um, extending, starting, um, building or creating, um, there's always this a part of the process that involves gathering information. So if you're talking about the three steps, that'd be the first one. So from a strategic perspective, we need to understand things like who's your audience, who's your target market, where do you, how are you going to reach them? Um, Some of those questions, or I should say the answers to those questions are going to inform really what tactics you use as well as, um, visually, how you're going to represent the image that you want want to share or impart. Right. Um, and then the second part, after the information is sort of gathered in terms of, uh, like I said, y- your target as well as um, any identity personality words that you can kind of conjure up. And we can talk more about that because that's yeah. a, that that middle step is a big one because that's where all the creative that, that um, well, how do I have it? Get, gather, simplify, and then um, amplify. Amplify, yeah. Amplify is basically synthesizing all the background information so that the creative process can happen. Um, and then ulti- ultimately, after that leaves, say, our office um, from the creative side of things, we're going to start extending it and applying it to different tactics that are then going to go out and live in the world. Right. That's when we want to make sure whatever that chrysalis of, of uh, visual, verbal, tone, feeling that we created is going to represent in the best light as, as effectively as it can when it gets amplified into the world. 
And then there's an iterative part of it too, particularly when you're talking about di digital products, obviously, where um, there's a feedback loop. So if it goes out into the world, if it is amplified like that, um, there's tweaks that happen. And sometimes things roll back into uh, that, that sort of simplification process so we can more clearly articulate, get to the kernel of the truth, get to right. what's really meaningful, and weed out the things that aren't necessarily critical. Doesn't get blocked out by all the uh, the other little thoughts and, and things like that. Exactly. Yeah. Drilling down it's, and simple. And that's a hard process um, because it's it it's not just. I mean, I said it's like my expertise, um, our office, whatever. But the client that I'm partnering with obviously has to be a big part of that as well because it's driven right. by ultimately their business. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, that's an interesting thing. I mean, you could be the greatest marketer in the world, but if you don't have, I mean, and you know, I do some similar things. If you don't have that communication with the client and the client doesn't really have a vision um, or, you know, some sort of goal that you can kind of run with, um, it makes these things very difficult. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I it definitely, uh, I follow a similar process. I mean, you know, a lot of times the hardest part is gathering because yeah. you don't, you don't have that communication or maybe somebody just really hasn't really thought about it at all. So what I find, and tell me if uh, you, you come across this, but when you get a new customer, maybe they drag their feet and they don't get you, you know, maybe they don't have that really any idea at all, but they drag their feet and they don't really give you anything, but they just want you to come up with something. Have you dealt with that? Have you dealt with like smaller businesses like that that don't really know what oh, they yeah. want? Oh yeah, it's um, it can be very frustrating. I I, I know. Um, there's a big part of what I do as a just as a as a design professional, which is educating clients, because there are many of them. I mean, I was talking to somebody yesterday who really doesn't have an understanding, and this is not because he's not a bright guy. He's just never really been faced with a marketing question right. or let alone a strategic marketing question. So when he has no clue in, in what to tell me and what, what direction to give me, right. then I have to educate him a little bit on the process. And then while I'm doing that, I can seed a couple of questions for him, sure. which not only do I explain to him what the process is, but then I give him almost an exercise to take home because it's a question that he can't, I mean, he could answer right then and there when I pose it to him, right. but they're not that type of question. They're more like thoughtful, thought-provoking questions that they're best served if he takes them back and thinks about them for a day or two mm -hmm. uh, and maybe even talks to some of his other coworkers if he's got a team involved right. um, to, to kind of figure out what the, the, question, the answers are. And by doing that, he's sort of internalizing um, a little bit of what I need him to do, which is kind of think strategically about his his marketing. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, and uh, I mean that that education process is very important. So, you know that, and that's that's one of the things that I wanted to talk about, you know, and, and elaborate a little bit. You know, we we had this conversation uh, beforehand before we, you know, mm -hmm. was you know a few weeks back what we're going to do with Miro and everything. Um, I wanted to be educated on you, so you know, about, about you. So, so I can imagine it's probably the same process because, you know, when you're finding somebody that you want to trust um, to bring you uh, the results or whatever, you know, design something for you, it's, it's hard to communicate with somebody when you guys aren't speaking the same language, I think. Mm -hmm. uh, so, you know, what I find a lot of times is, you know, if you, 
if, if you kind of just ask the right questions, it's not necessarily about, about talking, it's about listening. Uh, do you find that uh, to be the most, you know? Well, ultimately, that gathering portion of the process, the beginning the early portion is, right. is 90% listening. Mm -hmm. uh, the reality is the only time I should be talking um, is if I need to get more say they haven't covered something that needs to be covered when they're sharing what they need to share with me about their company or their plans, their strategy, their business objectives, et cetera. Um, or if they just don't have an awareness as to what they need to share with me. Right. Um, and that's where that education has to kind of kick in. And that's an early, you know, that's pre sort of, if you're going to use that, that three steps, um, that would be at the beginning of that, that process really is like, give that person a general understanding as to what the process is for the design process, but how that fits into marketing. Because marketing is a really big umbrella. Of course, and, yeah. And branding and design is just one portion of that. Um, but it's the one that I, I've <laughs> got all my experience in. Yeah. Uh, so the reality is, getting back to it, yeah, it's the education has to happen early. So, okay. So, so let me ask you. Let, let yeah. me ask you. So, so when you say education, um, generally, you know, when you when you when you encounter one of these types of clients that really doesn't have that understanding, and you are, are you know educating them, what are some of the things that uh, you're you're kind of going over with the customer? What are the what are some of the, the the points that you always need to make sure that you you know address? Right. So, generally speaking, um, the issues are going to come in when somebody like a, a website is a really good example, where somebody might have an impression and this is easy to understand um that i'm going to hire a developer to create a website for me mm -hmm. uh, that seems really simple but the reality is you're building an image right you're you're putting a face um publicly publicly out in the world mm -hmm. that's going to represent your company and now you're hiring a developer who's who's got oodles of of experience coding and knows PHP and blah, blah, blah. Well, they don't know much about putting a visual and a tone together, uh, a brand identity together for, for mm -hmm. anybody. Um, so they will know the latest technology in terms of making a website functional and interesting, but not necessarily the best imagery. Right. Uh, so that's where I have to sort of say, there's more to the process than just, asking a developer to come up with the architecture and the look and feel and then code it. That's just not the best practices in terms of creating an effective website. Now you can, right. you can buy off the shelf templates and, and go ahead, plug in your, your menu, whatever your pages, fine. Um, obviously an economical way to go. Is mm -hmm. it going to be something distinctive and different and differentiate from your competitors? Probably not because yeah nine times out of 10, your competitors, at least the smaller people who don't have the budget and the resources, that's what they're going to do. Right. Yeah. Just a, a little fish in a big pond. Yeah. Everybody's, everybody's doing the same thing. So nobody stands out. And I, I think that, yeah, I mean, coming from probably, I mean, w with what I do and I, we do web design and web de yeah. development. Yeah. So, so, you know so exactly what I'm talking about. I know. I, yeah. It resonates a hundred percent with me. And um, you know, you are, you know, you're the type of person that 
handles what you do before and hands it off to us in a perfect, right. in a perfect yeah. world. Um, yeah. And, uh, you know, for, for, for people that, uh, you know, are starting something new and they, they don't know where to start, uh, obviously it's important to have a website, but if you, if you have a website that's, that's scattered and it's not really, you know, uh, conveying the things that need to be conveyed to the customer, then it, it, it almost is a waste of money if they don't go to somebody like you first to really get their vision uh, formed fully. Um, so for those people that are starting a business, what would you say is the most important step to take before uh, you start developing a website, for instance? Right, because, I mean, you're talking about how, what visuals what kind of tone do you want to build a what kind of feeling do you want to represent with your visuals um, when you have to start pulling those together for a public facing and whether it's a website or a, a truck sign, it doesn't matter. Sure. You still have these same considerations and they are, okay, I, if I'm going to represent the identity for my company, which essentially is your brand, um, you need to think through thoroughly and honestly, um, what that brand represents, how it might be represented. And one of the ways, and you and I had talked about this, was mm -hmm. when, you, when you think about building a personality for a brand, um, mm -hmm. which can inform the, the video, or the, um, I'm sorry, the imagery and the, and the identity going forward, but a really, really simple, um, <laughs> sounds simple, it is right. very easy, but it um, involves some thinking, is to, think about your personality in terms of a, a collection of words. So five words is, is a really good kind of um, medium point, four to six, whatever. Sure. Uh, personality attributes that could represent your company. Now they should be a little bit forward focused, not in terms of not, don't think about them in terms of where you are today necessarily. Obviously there's going to be some element of grounding that needs to happen. But where but, you want to be. If you right. plan on growing, or then you should consider um, the future. Mm -hmm. And a way to think about these personality words that I find really helpful is to, to share with clients that um, you all know certain, whether it's a car brand or a personality in Hollywood, um, you can align with one. So, for example, Tom Hanks is one that I always think about because he's very approachable, he's very friendly, he's smart, he's kind of no bullshit. Mm -hmm. I mean, he's somebody who you can clearly understand his personality and describe it with some simple words. And so if you can do the same for your company, now sometimes, mm -hmm. like I said, you can use a, a known entity and literally co-opt those words for your own because Apple also has a whole select, select, selection of words that you could say, yeah, yeah, I'm Apple. I'm the expert. I'm simple. I'm intuitive. I, I know what I'm doing. I'm the leader. Yeah. Uh, Right. So um, you can use those to, to kind of build it. But then once you have those five words, um, then you can use those as a lens or a filter to make sure all the visuals and language that you use going forward represent that. If I say, for example, um, being a leader is a personality of my company, mm -hmm. then I want to make sure none of my language, none of my visuals do anything that connote that. <clears throat> Excuse me. Hmm. So um, 
there's not going to be anything wishy-washy. Um, questions are going to have to be answered really clearly and succinctly. Um, and then ob obviously it just needs to take a bold step forward with everything you do. Yeah. You know, that's, I mean, and, and that's why it's important to talk with somebody that, that really has a handle on this type of thing. Um, you know, it's, it's refreshing to hear that because I mean, even in this business and I mean, you know, a similar part, a diff, just a different little offshoot of the same thing. Right. Um, and you know, I, I hear clients needs, uh, you know, I hear, um, you know, questions and, you know, people are kind of just lost and they're not sure, but when you put it in the terms of, like you said, think of a person that represents what you, uh, represent, you know, or want to become, you know, down the road, you know, don't think about for today necessarily, which is very wise words. Think about tomorrow. Um, you know, I really love that. And I think that's really, really helpful. Yeah. You know, and if you, if you can, if you can put that, that kind of process into their head, you'll get the greatest feedback I, yeah. I, I would imagine. So that's, that's really great stuff. And I love that. I think um, one of the keys to what you were just saying to kind of filter off that a little bit. Yeah. Um, when the business owner gets involved in coming up with their personality words, um, you get something that's much more authentic. Because honestly, that's just ridiculous. Um, <laughs> what has to happen is there has to be more than a kernel of truth to any personality words that you're going to come up with. Sure. I could come up with words for my company that are like, I'm fantasy, fanciful, I'm dream whatever escape. Well, that's right. not me at all. And I could never sell that. Yeah. <laughs> so um, any words you come up with have to be accurate and believable and portrayable ultimately because your consumers, your target is going to see through it in a minute. If there's right. not, if you're the way you behave and the way you're communicating doesn't match up to the actions that they're experiencing. And sincerity is key. I'm sure you agree, right? Without question. Yeah. Yeah. I find the same thing. And, you know, and that's the thing, you know, finding sometimes some, I think, and tell me if I'm wrong, but yeah. I think that a lot of times people get caught up in the marketing buzz. I know when we talk, there's certain words you're like, you know, I, nah, let's stay away from that word. And yeah. I think, I think it, I think it boils down to the fact that people hear all these buzzwords and things like that. So they think that that's what, uh, that's the right way to do it as opposed to just being completely sincere and real. And I think, uh, the best examples of sincerity in marketing would be an Apple, uh, or, you know, a Ford or a Chevy or something like that. You know, I mean, th those type of, um, you know, key brands, you know, the big names where, you know, it's not necessarily talking about the product. It's talking about the experience and the feeling. Um, I, I think that that is really, really uh, helpful to, to kind of differentiate. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's, it's pretty safe to say, guys, uh, if, you're, if you're watching this, that, um, you know, Marcus understands uh, the, the branding and, you know, he has the, the, the skill set to, to really bring this to the next level. And what we have is we have a, a special um, offering that we want to uh, give to all of the <laughs> listeners. Um, and we'll cover that in just a minute. But uh, I wanted to move on a little bit here and ask you a few different uh, little questions. So business fund fundamentals, okay? Uh, we touched on the personality, okay? Mm -hmm. But there's a couple other things that we talked about before 
that were, were pretty important. And I'd like you to share that with the, the audience if you can. Um, it wasn't just the fundamentals of, you know, personality, but once you find the personality and you have that nailed down, the next step that we talked about was the target audience, um, yeah. you know, and finding out how you're going to really, um, you know, get it to resonate with the people that you're um, looking to resonate with. Can you elaborate a little bit on the target audience and how, how you come across that and, and work that out? Yeah, I guess um, it's not really a linear step in terms of do your personality, develop your target. I think okay. you need to consider your target while you're um, creating your your uh, personality words. Sure, um, yeah, it's a good point. If you're targeting kids, obviously, if you're then saying, oh, we're leaders, that's going to represent itself differently than if you're going after an adult market. Yeah. But yeah, in terms of understanding your target, I mean, that's critical because, I mean, you can understand yourself and, and come up with these personality words, but you have to do it in relation to the context of what you're trying to achieve, which is sell something, a service or a product mm -hmm. to, to a certain group of individuals. So you have to do the work to identify who those people are. And it's really easy to say, I've got a broad age range. It doesn't go for any, it's, it's unisex it, it goes across male and female yeah. um from from buying age from 19 to 75 well that's right, right. that's mm -hmm. a that's a body of that's everybody um when you think target you're not necessarily saying i'm only ever going to sell to say 25 to 38 year old women which would be a target mm -hmm. um now um <clears throat> you're still going to have sales outside that age group and sex probably, yeah. but you're saying, I need a sweet spot to market to. Mm -hmm. So now if I, if I had that target, then I would know it would inform to a degree, you can imagine what imagery I would use in my brand. Mm -hmm. um, there's not gonna be any monster trucks in that, those advertisements. So the other part is, well, maybe in some of that demographic, the other part, if I say 25 to 38 year old women, now, if we can get more color, more information about the target that you're trying to go for, are they urban? Are they rural? Are they mm -hmm. educated? Are they, are they less educated? Um, those sorts of things. Income would be another thing um, to think about. Generally speaking, those kinds of details um, are hard to isolate for, especially for smaller entrepreneurs, for larger businesses. Yeah. They'll yeah. be able to do the research to figure out Mm -hmm. who it is that buys their product and, and obviously be able to target them better. So that's a little bit iterative in terms of you have to keep under, you, you have to keep looking at your target mm -hmm. and seeing if it's evolving or changing and reflect that in your marketing as well. Yeah, no, it makes perfect sense. And I mean, you see it at a, at a high level with these, you know, fortune 500 companies and, you know, I mean, it's, it's kind of, you see it done at the highest level a lot of times. And yeah. there's a, there's a very big difference between, you know, main street and wall street. Um, yeah. so in terms, if you could put it in the terms of, uh, a small entrepreneur, maybe they have a family business, you know, maybe they're trying to do, you know, open up a, a roofing company or they're trying mm -hmm. to do like, you know, uh, plumbing or a trade or something like that, or maybe they want to be a real estate agent, you know, to start out, how, how, how can that work? How, how do you make that happen for a client that doesn't necessarily have that huge budget? Well, it's one thing to um, say, get yourself into their shoes a little bit. 
so you understand, um, you can empathize with how they're going to interface with your your product or your company. Mm-hmm. Um, which I would think that most entrepreneurs entrepreneurs are kind of doing from the beginning. Um, but do it in an, in a serious, honest, and 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 um, effective way. Just sure. Spend some time and think about honestly. Um, think about how people are are interfacing with your company or, or your product, et cetera. So that, and as you build your brand, that um, you're addressing any issues that you might see um, that relate to your customer. So, so anything you can do to kind of break down barriers of, of, of entry for your target is, is money well spent. Um, yeah. I mean, <laughs> you know, in web design, it's like, if you don't have the intuitive button, then nobody's going to click it. Right. And, why would you do that? Make it intuitive, make it fair, um, make it clear. Another thing is to um, potentially find like a peer group, so to speak, of your target. So if you know a few people, you know, friendly enough with them and comfortable enough approaching them to kind of pick their brain on um, your mar- their marketing, your marketing, excuse me, your brand or thoughts mm-hmm. they have about your um category of product or, or service sure because um, you can take both general and broad things and apply them if if generally speaking for example um, right. if they say well a common problem with the widget that you're selling is x y and z um, I see that in the market everywhere and that's why I haven't bought from th- these other guys but I'll consider you because now you're answering <laughs> the right. issues Sure. So you can identify some industry problems and then you can also say, you know, give them um, insight into some visuals that you're pulling together, sort of a focus group, a mini focus group, if you will. Yeah. Um, to see if they, um, you know, if you're going to produce a mailer or something, show it to them first, uh, to a key group, group, just a couple of people is plenty um, and get any input they have from a prof- professional perspective. Yeah. It shouldn't be subjective. It shouldn't shouldn't be. I, I don't like that typeface. I don't like the color red. It should be substantial. It should be yes, yes, yeah, yes. Objectively positioned um, before you consider it real. Miro and I were actually just talking about um, the fact that not all feedback is good feedback. When you solicit feedback from people, what I find uh, is it's it's forced and they're just looking for anything to tell you uh, about what's wrong or what, you know, and they may not really even, maybe it wouldn't even be an issue. And then now you have all these other things in the pot that you have to consider when you don't really know what you're doing when you're starting out. So, you know, asking your, you know, uh, your, your cousin or somebody like that, uh, what do you think about this or whatever? That's great, but take it with a grain of salt, I think. And Well, I think you have to understand, too, that if you ask your cousin, um, your cousin's a great guy, whatever, right. love, but she doesn't understand your audience. She doesn't understand what you do. She doesn't understand your strategy for how you're going to reach your target. Why would you put any faith in what yeah. that is telling you it's uninformed. It's completely uninformed. And um, you might as well just be looking at yourself in the mirror and asking yourself. You yeah, know, it's, it's like literally starting from zero with zero. <laughs> yeah. Tell me what you think of this. 
Right. Uh, surrounding yourself with people that have done it before, uh, that, you know, maybe they're not multimillionaires, but they are just walking in the same, uh, you know, similar path. Yeah. Uh, Because everybody has their own little things that they get hung up on. Uh, And, you know, even if a person isn't a, 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 like I say, a a multimillionaire, they might have something that you haven't encountered yet. So if you guys group together, um, Mm -hmm. you know, a a, community is always stronger than, you know, just just a standalone. Um, yeah. and that's not to say to do everything the way that everybody does. I don't think, but it is very, very important to align yourself with like-minded individuals. And, um, just a little segue and a plug for us, uh, and for you is, uh, you know, we do have the Facebook group, you know, we have the boss to boss Facebook group. So it's important. Um, if, if you're listening to this and you want to surround yourself with people that are kind of going through similar things, uh, then, then join the Facebook group, uh, follow us and, you know, listen, that, that's why we do this podcast. We do this podcast to give you free access to information that can help you grow. Yeah. And, um, you know, Miro's not here right now, but, uh, you know, Miro is always open to having phone calls. I am as well. You know, if somebody wants to contact me, you can always reach out to us. Um, but most importantly, and this is the reason that we have Marcus on the show is because he is an expert in this field. And I think that this is something that's very, very important to anybody that needs to um, get a little bit more deep, uh, you know, deep understanding of what they need to do to become successful or just even get started. Um, he's a branding expert. So Marcus, uh, if you want to give your, your company a plug and kind of tell everybody a little bit about what you do, the mic is yours. <laughs> Thanks, Steve. Yeah, I mean, I mentioned that I've got a lot of experience doing branding and graphic design and I've been doing it for like 25 years now. And it's my passion. I love doing it. I love helping companies um, develop their branding. Um, So that gets represented in all sorts of tactics. Tactics meaning sales material, websites, whatever it is, advertisements, business cards. Um, It could be the side of a bus, whatever. Mm -hmm. Tactics are... are, um, not the critical component in terms of what I do because I will I will get the execution done that's appropriate for the target or the campaign whatever it is that um, my clients need done. Um, every once in a while, more often than not, somebody comes and says, "Oh, I do need a website," which is usually true. You need a website. I mean, yeah. it just everybody does. But ultimately, if your target, if your idea is um, I need, I need to get product in hand for people because they'll never buy it unless they use it first. Well, then a website is not the answer. Right. It's some sort of packaging vehicle now that we have to think about. We need to get your product so it's interesting and enticing and relevant so customers will potentially pick it up. Um, so just coming, to, coming and assuming that um, you know, I need this tactic is not always correct. Um, so I'll always like in that that gathering process. I'll learn to um, understand better what their objective is to make sure that tactic that they're asking me to to create for them is actually appropriate. Because, like I said, it might not be. It might be, but it might not be. So I'll, I'll work through that with them as well. And I, and I I know from experience. I mean, when we were working together, coming up with ideas for the logo, you were super open. Um, a lot of people that I've worked with before, they're just like, no, this is just the way, like it, take yeah. it or leave it, you know? Um, and, and that's, that's, I respect that. And that's why, uh, it, it's, it's something that 
I know will be very uh, beneficial to anybody that does reach out to Marcus um, because of the fact that in my own experience, we, we were able to communicate in a way that, um, you know, got us to the, the destination that we were looking to get to. Uh, we wanted the logo, you know, he was easy to work with and, um, you know, that's why he won because the other <laughs> entries, the other entries, people that, you know, we communicated with, maybe they were difficult, maybe, you know, they had some skill, but they, they wanted to do it their way. But, you know, in their way, uh, sometimes you just get stuck in a rut and you, if you don't communicate with your client, you're not really getting, you're not doing the job, you know? Uh, so the branding experts are a dime a dozen. And I talk to people, you know, everybody says they're a branding expert. Everybody says they know the way, but you know, the, 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 the talk is uh, not as important as the walk. And, and, and Marcus definitely has uh, shown that he's the real deal guys. So yeah. Yeah. So yeah, absolutely. Well, I, you know, that's why I wanted to have you on. And um, for anybody that wanted to uh, check out a little bit more about Marcus, um, go to uh, normandesign.co. That's normandesign.co. Uh, yes. You, you can find a little bit more info, uh, information about, you know, uh, the, the guy on, on, the sh on the screen right now and, you know, um, a little bit more information on his process and uh, some of the services that he offers. Um, yeah, thanks for, uh, I mean, you're better sales than I am. Thank you, Steve. <laughs> you can see it doesn't come naturally to me. Uh, <laughs> my strong point. Uh, but oh, yeah, Marcus at normandesign.co if you want to email me. Um, that'd be great too. What's the email? Marcus, M-A-R-C-U-S, at normandesign.co. Excellent. And um, so, you know, the big, the big unveil, uh, uh, reveal, I guess, uh, that we have is we are going to offer, um, if you like what you heard today and you want to uh, reach out to Marcus, uh, Marcus was willing to offer a uh, $60 um, 30-minute branding consultation. I would love to help anybody. Given some of what I've said, I think it gives you a little bit of ground to kind of put some background thinking toward things, which could give us a step ahead as well. Um, but if you yep. have a specific problem, um, I can help you figure that out. Um, or if you have just a general, I don't know what I'm doing and I need some, right. uh, a kickstart, uh, I can do that as well. Just um, help me. Just help me. Yeah. Anything. Yeah. I just, I don't know where to start. It's like, if you don't, if you're looking for a resource to do whatever it is, animation, then I can help you find that as well. Yeah. Uh, you know, so. connecting, connecting. Uh, if he can't do it himself, he'll connect you to people that uh, he trusts and has worked with in the past to get it done for you. Exactly. Um, the, I mean, the bottom line is for $60, you will have access to a specialist in the field that, um, you know, uh, focuses on these things every day. Uh, you have a 30 minute con uh, consultation where he'll cover um, the identity of your company personality, like we laid out before, uh, he'll you know help you to identify the target audience, and then the most important part of this uh, this this offer that he has, sixty dollars is a drop in the bucket. I mean, it's ridiculous, but um, the most important thing is he'll leave you with an action plan. Um, so the action plan that is going to kind of encompass all the things that we talked about before, you know where. You know, he's going to kind of help you identify uh, who you are as a company, um, your target audience, but then most importantly, how to implement that in your actual business. Um, and it's it's a no obligation thing. You know, uh, it's just a conversation. Yeah, no obligation. I don't work like that at all. Um, if 
it led to say a project, then we talk about that completely separately, separately, right. no bearing and no, no expectation on my part at all. Yeah. In terms of future projects. And that's, that's refreshing. A lot of times uh, people kind of have that, okay, well, we talked about it. So what are we doing? Um, yeah. And then, you know, this is not that. And you and, and I talked about this, not in that spirit at all. This is just a, if people want like a 30 minute consult to take an outside perspective, to get an outside perspective from somebody who has done a little bit of this, then they can talk to me and this gives them an opportunity that maybe they don't have otherwise. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, just, just talking to somebody that really has experience doing this at a high level is worth not just 60 to 60 bucks. It's ridiculous. It's, it's worth uh, the world. It's worth your business. Cause if you don't do these things first, then you don't have a business. You're not right. going to make that money. So, you know, um, I mean, just uh, take it from me. We've dealt with Marcus before. You obviously have seen it for yourself that he knows what he's talking about. We can talk for hours about this stuff. I mean, uh, and we probably will touch again on a lot of this stuff, um, you know, maybe together, but I'm definitely excited. I'm sure you are too. Um, and uh, we will put a, light, a link on the website so you can direct, uh, directly contact Marcus and, um, you know, get this, uh, this offer that he's so generously given to us. Um, awesome. And um, yeah, so, you know, I definitely appreciate the time, Marcus. Is there any other Likewise. closing thoughts that you had um, that you wanted to maybe uh, get across before we end this thing? No, I mean, uh, just to say, you know, it was a pleasure working with you guys um, on your identity and the logo that is coming to life, which is great. Um, and I'm, I'm just thrilled you're happy with it. And, you know, anytime I can kind of help a company um, build an image that brings them success, I, I'm it just what that's what I'm after. That is all for this episode of Boss to Boss. Your next step is to visit boss2boss.com, where you will find proven techniques followed by professionals to help you make that next step. Again, that is boss, the number two, boss.com. And remember, the time is now. <laughs>